It's Sunday night, 7 o'clock. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of The Sports Phone. It is October 16th. Hope everyone is having a fantastic evening. This is Jerry. I'm hanging out in Portland. Jim is down in the studio in Bilo. Jim, it's time for The Sports Phone again. You've, uh, you've spent a fair amount of time this weekend over at, uh, over at the station. Yeah, and, and you know why. It's a pledge drive. It is indeed pledge drive you know, uh, week. Maybe Weeks. I'm get, Maybe it's it's. I think it's. I think it's um, a week and a half. I think it's. You there, Jim? Yeah. You hear me? Yeah. Yeah. You're good. Yep. Go ahead. I think it's a Sunday. I mean, a Saturday morning through the end of a Sunday night. So I think it's more like eight days. I think I'm getting soft in my old age. <laughs> I mean, I used to. I mean, I used to ride in the car driving you to school every day. You know, yeah. and and um, when you were a kid and. We would listen to the um, to the pledge drives, and and I I I would get frustrated a little bit because it it um you know it 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 got in the way of the, the programming that I liked, and but you know I'm I'm as I say I'm getting soft. I came in here and uh, I helped them raise money. I, I did it Saturday morning from seven to nine and i did today from five to six i worked during the news programs it was very interesting you know it was, it was mostly recorded npr and all things considered considered and i i even answered phones you know listen to people take take calls you, you took a pledge i took a pledge and um you know it what the what the radio station means to me is so much bigger than it did um, 10 years ago, I, I've got my son, you, uh, live on the air with me every, I mean, e everyone has their reason for listening and, and supporting mm -hmm. the station. And my reason is because I get to do the sports phone. Yep. You know? Yep. yep. Absolutely. Um, so, so, but I, this little, little story, and I'm, I'm going to thank, um, we're allowed to thank people, but with their first names, I'm thanking Tim from, Tim from Moscow, Idaho. I love saying that because he says it every time he calls. It was just any time in the morning. I was pitching 7 and 9 Saturday morning. Tim heard my voice and called up, heard me on the radio, called up and made his pledge to KZUX. It, it made yeah. my day. It made my weekend. Yeah, absolutely. So speaking of that, I want to quickly run down things because we won't spend too much time on it uh, compared to some of the other shows earlier in the day throughout the throughout the day today. Uh, if you want to donate right now, uh, you can go online, kzyx.org, hit the donate button. You can also mail a check to Box 1 in Philo, California, zip code 95466. Uh, you can also text to donate. You can text KZYX to 44321 to receive the link to the KZYX pledge page and then go online from there. Uh, helps keep the station running. Helps keep the sports phone up and running. It's going to help with the transition over to the Ukiah station, all that and more. So if you are able to and like to contribute to KZYX and keep things going, uh, please consider donating. I have one I, I, disclaimer, Jim, before we go any further. Yeah. Because I think it's important we do this. I, and, I, and I'm taking us a, a little bit of a shot in the dark on something okay. but i but knowing you and your tv habits i am assuming that you are currently taping the new york yankees and the cleveland guardians so if anyone is going to call into the show today please do not spoil that game for jim i don't know a hundred percent but knowing his habits i am guessing that he is currently taping that game are you saying that because it's something i want to hear 
I, I, I am saying see? that as I, I was watching the game earlier <laughs> today, and I remember that it is currently ongoing and that you normally tape stuff, and I like to give that disclaimer so a fan doesn't call in and spoil it. Uh, I, I have trouble watching football, I mean, basketball, any sport, if I know any who sport. wins the game. Other people are, yeah. I think, that are more purist than me. They can watch a game even if they know who yep. who won. Um, so, yep. you know, Absolutely. So I just wanted to get that out of the way uh, before we dive in here. Are we ready to go, or do we have any other business we have to take care of? I, I think we're ready. I just want to say one, one more time, um, if you can help support this radio station, Rich gave a great... Um, a great uh, statement when i was pitching with him on saturday morning rich in my opinion boy i I hope none of the other staff is listening (laughs) because i don't know anybody this better live on the radio than rich culberson you've heard him right here yes i I don't know anybody better and he said something on saturday morning which i liked this pledge drive is about putting fuel in the engine of the train that's trying to move to ukiah we still need to pay our bills we still need to put it and and then that that is going to drive us over to ukiah uh the rest of the train so we can unload and and uh build a new station over there so he didn't say it exactly like that but i think you know what i'm saying I don't think anyone's taking a train from Boonville to Ukiah. That seems like it'd be a long trip. <laughs> oh, jeez. All right, let's let's get to the sports phone. What? Um, All right, let's. We let's could have some new here. listeners so, right now. What what is the sports phone? Yeah, absolutely. So if you've never listened to the sports phone before, uh, for the next fifty five minutes and change, Jim and I are going to be talking about sports, just like the name of the show is. Uh, most more importantly than us talking about sports, though, we want you, the listeners, to call in and talk about anything you would like to talk about going on in the world of sports. This can be at the professional level, the high school level, the collegiate level, rec league stuff, any questions, comments, quizzes, controversies, news stories, anything you want to talk about as long as it is going on in the world of sports, you can give us a call at 707-895-2448. That is the number to call if you want to talk about anything going on in the world of sports you can give us a call at 895-2448 we'll get you on the line and we'll let you talk about whatever you would like to talk to in the sports or anything you would like to talk about in the sports world i would like to give kind of a plug i've been giving semi-regularly uh if you are members of fans of coach of any local high school teams and you want to give us shout or give your team a shout out or give any updates to what's going on with your team's Feel free to give us a call. Um, as we get closer to playoff season, Jim and I are going to ready, going to be ready to take the deep dive uh, into highlighting some of the local teams that are making deep runs uh, in the playoffs or getting into the playoffs. So we'll dive into that more as we get closer to the fall playoff season. Um, but as I said, if you want to call and, and highlight anything uh, in the meantime during the show, feel free to do that. So we're ready to go here. But before we take our first call, if we get one, uh, it's time for the quiz question. Uh, so we are, I'm locked and loaded, ready to go with another quiz question. This, uh, one, this, started, one, this one is a good one. Yeah, it's a math question. Because I was looking back at some of the other quiz questions, Jim, that we've done. And a lot of them are just like, hey, what happened on this day? Or, yeah. you know, name this, right? Or something like that. So I was trying to come up with something a little different. And I came up with a math question. I don't, I'm not sure where I saw this, but I saw it and decided it'd be worth doing. So here's the question. Uh, if anyone would like to call and give the answer, they can. 707-895-2448. It's going to take a little bit of research, and you're going to have to do a little bit of math. So in 1934, Babe Ruth hit his 700th home run ball. I would like to know, or excuse me, then after hitting the home run, 
He paid a fan he wanted to get the, he, that ball back. He wanted the ball back. He wanted the ball back. So he hit his 700th home run, and he wanted the ball back, so he paid the fan for the ball in 1934. I would like to know what Babe Ruth paid for that baseball. But <laughs> I want to know, with inflation, what he would have paid in 2022. So I'd like both. What he paid in 2022 plus what he would have paid with inflation if he did it this year. Huh. That's the question. What do you think? It's about, a little bit of math. About the same thing someone signs pays for a signed Michael Jordan ball, you think? I, I'm not going to comment <laughs> on, on anything there. I, I'm not going to give any points of reference. I'm not going to say what you know my autographed Michael Jordan basketball, what people have offered me for that. I'm giving no points of reference. I, I would just like to see if someone can come up with the answer. And you can give us a call at 707-895-2448 if you know the answer to that question or if you've got anything you would like to talk about at all in the world of sports. Again, the number to do that, 707-895-2448. Yeah, just a reminder that the the uh, the phone lines are open right now for, for any topic, 707-895-2448. Um, I'm ready to take calls. I, I love calls. Yeah, All right, so absolutely. Uh, that's the trivia question. Yep. Um, I'd give you the answer, but I know the answer, so we'll, we'll give people a chance here. And no spoiling the answer either. No, I only I only did that once. <laughs> okay, let's let's get into it. I think I think we're ready to go here, Jim. All right, so this, this day for a call. This day. Oh, we're going in this day first. Oh okay. yeah. This day brings up so much that I, uh, it's a good way to start. It's a general, if someone comments on these, great. If not, we'll move on to a, we've got some real current events to talk about today if, if we get to them. Oh, um, I'm ready. 1016. So we're talking about October 16th. It was a big day in sports. And, and I have something really special here. Uh, not this one. The second three are really special. The first one is just interesting. The New York Giants in 1912, October 16th, 1912, New York Giants, they hadn't moved to San Francisco yet. They they beat the, or the Boston Red Sox, beat the New York Giants. Are you ready for this, Jer? I've never heard this before. In the eighth game of the World Series. Mm -hmm. Did you hear that? Do you know about this? No, I didn't. And I, I guess to finish to finish that sentence, they played an eighth game because the previous game they deemed a tie due to darkness. Right. That was just well. I was going to say that you you must have looked it up. Um, yeah. So they played a game due to darkness. I thought you continued games that, that went into darkness. You continued yeah. them the next day. So so it leads to a couple things that I looked up as soon as you mentioned this. First of good, all, good. I, I don't know the answer to this, but I want to know why they didn't just pause the game and then continue it the next day. That's what I thought they always do. Right. So that's the first question. And then the second thing I was curious about off of that was when was the first night game in Major League Baseball? Oh, we're, uh, su we're assuming that was a day game. I never thought about that. Yeah. yeah. The first oh. night game in Major League Baseball was on May 24th, 1935. So 20-some-odd years later. Um, so that implies... Uh, that there weren't lights in stadiums until 1935. Right, 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 yeah. right. So, so there's that piece of it, but the part that's like more interesting to me, and I, I don't have the answer at the moment, is why they didn't just call it a tie or just pause the game and then resume it. Why did they start it all the way over? Which that, is interesting. That, I, I thought they always did that for for whatever reason, um, w with a delayed game because because of darkness. Hello, caller, you're on the air. Hey there. Well. Babe Ruth caught 
are um, the guy the guy that caught the ball in that 1922 game um, for his 700th home run was a 17 year old kid, and Babe Ruth wanted the ball back. The kid didn't want to give it back. They negotiated. <laughs> you won't believe how much they negotiated it for, and Babe Ruth. Babe Ruth had no cash on him at that moment, so he talked a friend of his into giving the kid 20 bucks, and the kid took the $20, and in um, 2019, oh, it was, you know, it wasn't his 700th, it was, um, oh, no, forget that, it was his 700th, in um, 2019, that ball was was auctioned for over a million dollars <laughs> the same ball yep same ball so so does she get does she get a bell and dandy oh yeah, hang on hang on jim this is all fine and dandy but she has not correctly answered the question She's, what was the question? She got part A right. She got part A, but part B is the more important part. I want to know what Babe Ruth paid with inflation in 2022. Oh, sorry. All I've got is uh, 2019. The twenty well I'm, no I'm so, her... so that is not that's so that's different. That is what the ball was auctioned for. I wanna what I wanna know is if Babe Ruth paid the same twenty dollars today for yeah, that what? baseball, what would he have paid the that fit that fan in, in that, with that inflation? Chair, this yeah. this caller chair went went Above and oh, wait, beyond, wait, she wait, gave wait, the whole wait. history of that. But she didn't answer. Wait. But she didn't correctly answer the question. <laughs> I've got. The, I've got more. Okay, go ahead. He, if if he were to have paid that, um, it would be four hundred dollars today. She's she's getting the. Um, I oh yeah oh I don't agree. Uh, no bell. <laughs> That's not the correct answer. It's close, isn't it? Are you feeding the answer to this caller? No, no, I am not. <laughs> no, I'm, it's close. I, I, it's close. It's I'm, close. That, there was, that was too much of an effort to, to give her the fail. Uh, to give her the I, I can't I can't click on the fail button. I've got to give her a bell. She gave too much good information out. <laughs> but that's have, not. But okay, more. great. But, but you didn't listen to the question. Well, that's typical. All right. Well, <laughs> it's okay. I'll, it's okay. I'll, uh, it's okay. Thank you. That was very fun. And I did learn more things, too. Um, in 1922, an 11-year-old boy caught a foul ball, and going against tradition, he wouldn't give it back, and he had to go to jail for the night. The 11-year-old? Yeah, so they put this 11-year-old kid in jail for the night in 1922. Charged him with larceny, but he set a precedent because um, the judge, ex the word is excoriated the Phillies for attempting to prosecute the 11-year-old for holding on to a souvenir. And because of that 11-year-old, the tradition was born that whoever catches the ball gets to keep it. And, and they can sell it back if they want to. Yeah, whatever they want to do with it, they can do. But this, this is this is great stuff, Jer. All right, yeah, thank you. It's good. Bye. Thanks for the call. I still haven't heard the correct answer to the inflation question. Uh, she said it was four hundred. I, well, I guess that's close enough. The correct answer is $443. So, as she explained, a 17-year-old caught the ball, 
Um, Babe Ruth tried to buy it back, but didn't have any money. Had to get a friend to give him twenty bucks. They paid the twenty bucks. Babe Ruth got the ball back. Um, the kid got his twenty bucks, and um, that would be worth four hundred forty-three dollars today. But someone in twenty nineteen bought that same ball for uh, yeah for over a million dollars. Yeah. Wow. Somehow that seems to be what inflation's all about. 707-895-2448. On this day in 1968, the 16th of October, this was a big day in the Olympics. This is in the New Mexico Olympics. Two things happened. One was that famous Tommy Smith and John Carlos, who mm-hmm. won first and third in the 200-meter um, race, and they bowed their heads with black gloves on. Um, to me, it was the first, the first of the Kaepernick type things that everyone's familiar with nowadays. They bowed their heads and raised their fists um, for black injustice and racial discrimination. Um, it's a famous. Didn't you tell me once, Jared, that where they went to college, there, there's a statue of that? Uh, oh boy, yes, I believe so. Uh, I think it's San Jose State. Right. Uh, but Someone either said they saw that statue that. or sent us a picture of it or something. And how about this? Yes, yes it's, a, it's a San Jose State. That's a big day in the Olympics. I saw it live. I remember it. I was 14. Uh, Mexico City Olympics, the same day that John Carlos and Tom, Tommy Smith protested, there was a three-way tie in the pole vault. They all made five meters 40 5.40 meters and the winner one of them i don't even have their names um but that's not the important part three-way tie and they figure out how to do a tiebreaker i like that they don't have ties and they called it a count back and i think it's how many you get three tries at each at each height and i think that means that that person didn't need as many tries to to make the uh Five meter forty. That's what I think that means. Yes, it is few, fewest failures. Fewest failures, but they all they all got over five meters forty, which is about 15, 16 feet, I think, maybe a little more. Um, Mexico City Olympics in nineteen sixty eight. Um, boom. There's more, or just those two. That's it. But this other one, I'm sorry, I thought this was, this isn't it. Jim Dory. I, I think he played for the Toronto Maple Leafs. You ready mm-hmm. for this one? Yep. He set a record 48 minutes in a game sitting out because of nine penalties he, he created. Nine penalties he set out for 48 minutes of a game in a penalty box. 44 of those minutes were in one period with seven. Oh, that's great. With seven penalties. This guy was on a rampage. Which, the re- one reason I put that one in, Jerry, there's no calls right now. This is a topic of, you know, you mentioned one about rule changes. And I've heard, I think Jeff Van Gundy in the NBA talk about this one before. We got to do something about guys falling out. We, you know, we get like, end yeah. of a game. We got LeBron James versus, um, you know, Kevin Durant say in a final game, and one of them has to sit out because of fouls. How about we get some sort of penalty box where you have a choice of either sitting out or playing with four people? Yeah, that's one proposal, but it's a, 
not a great one. There's other proposals that have been made where it's like if you keep a guy in, they get the, the other team gets like an automatic two points anytime they commit a foul or, or something like that. There, there's no no one's going to play five on four. <laughs> like that, that doesn't. That's make what sense. Like, you, uh, you you laugh at that, but I bet you if they weren't doing that in hockey, you wouldn't laugh. Uh, you'd probably laugh about it. They've been doing that since the beginning with hockey. That is right, the penalty. But, you're but, playing, but you're, they come back. Yeah, they they're, they're out the, for two minutes. But instead of sure. instead of LeBron James making his fifth sixth foul and you never see him again, he has to sit out for three minutes. Then he can come back in the game. If he makes another foul, he's got to sit out for another three minutes. How about that? It's an option. I don't think it'll ever happen, but it's an option. <laughs> they got to do something. Uh, yeah. I have I have one other little nugget here on the Jim Do- on the on the Jim Dory story. That was his first game ever. His first professional hockey game. I'd like to see some highlights of that. Jim Dory playing his first game, getting forty four minutes of penalties in one one period and forty eight minutes. You think it was a first period? Then he calmed down. Forty-four. Uh, I don't have that in front of me. I'd have to. I'd have to look. Jeez, he set out forty-four minutes of of forty-five. Aren't the periods? Uh, no, sixty. Sixty minutes. Each period is sixty hockey, minutes. Hockey, hockey, or twenty-minute periods. So how could he sit out forty-four minutes? He did. There's sixteen minutes left over there. I'm not sure why you're confused. Hmm. All right. Anyway, that, that, that seemed pretty extreme. Uh, it, as I say, in, in baseball or in the equivalent in baseball, the umpire would have thrown him out immediately. And in basketball, he would have fouled out and never came back. I like this idea. I, I like the, the way that hockey does penalties. Yeah. All right. Um, Any others? That's it for this day in sports. All right, 707-895-2448. That's the number to call. we got about 40 minutes left on the show here. If you've got anything you want to talk about going on in the world of sports, you can give us a ring, 707-895-2448. I got a a text, and I think this is a little bit um, text from Joe. That guy bought the Babe Ruth ball for $1 million plus. It's 2,272 times more than Babe Ruth paid the kid. Yeah. That's just right. a, another another stat that talks about inflation, right? No. In a, in a way, I guess. In, in a way, but not, not directly, no. Let me take a call, Jer. Hello, you're on the air. Good evening. How we doing? Hey Vince, good to hear your voice. We're in the middle of a pledge drive here, but we're not, we're not hitting it too hard on the sports phone tonight. No, no, no. I, I'm just happy to be here. I love love Sundays, and uh, I'll just throw out there really quick. If anybody's got compassion for local radio, just call in and pledge. Go online and pledge. Do your thing. Um, I do it every year. It's an important thing for for our community. So I'll just throw that out there. But uh, I believe last week we discussed. The longest zero to zero game in in <laughs> playoff history, if I'm not mistaken. Wasn't this the trivia question, Jer? Yes, it was the trivia. Yes, it was a trivia question not too long ago. So <laughs> uh, this last week, it was zero zero in a game. So that record got broken the following week. <laughs> yeah. It was the same. I guess like a, yeah, the following week. 
yesterday. Astros and, Astros and Mariners, yeah. They, they won one nothing in 18 innings. So that's the new record. And the record with the trivia question is, to find that record one more, Jer, it's it's not the longest game, but it's the longest 0-0 game. Yeah, the, the, the trivia question previously was the longest scoreless postseason game. Which was Reds and Braves, and in yep. 2020, I believe, and now we have a new one. <laughs> I think you got that trivia question right last week, didn't you? Yeah, I, I, I remember that game uh, very well as a Braves fan. Huh. Well, wow. what else you got for us yeah. tonight? Well, you know, I mean, there's quite a few things we could discuss. Uh, I, I, you know, I guess. You know, the, the most pressing one that we didn't get to last week was, you know, Draymond uh, punching Jordan Poole, if we want to go that route. Um, You're yeah, the caller. Pretty, you just went that route. Yeah, yeah I guess I did. Uh, pretty pretty intense. You know, Jim and I, Jim, you and I had a little talk about it last week, and, you know, I've had a little bit of time to kind of rewatch the, you know, the, the video and listen to some more takes on it, which is, you know, 24-hour sports talk that can – beat this thing down as much as they want to. Um, I just I just want to know what you guys think on the way the Warriors handled it, uh, regardless of the video leak. Let's just take that out of the whole thing because it happened. But what do you guys think about the way the Warriors handled it, not suspending him, just finding him? And do you think that they can actually work together on the court without being buddy-buddy off the court? Okay, Jerry, you you go first. You you had a couple questions you wanted to ask me about this, Jerry, but let's let's start with the incident itself. Um, sure. Yeah. Get, my, go, my question to you was kind of indirect part of this. It's not directly related to, to the right. But go ahead. Give, give give a little bit of the, the context. Give, give the the quick story here, Jerry, in case sure. someone and, and people can go watch it right now if they wanted to. I'm sure. Yeah. So, so if anyone's unfamiliar with what with what happened uh, here, a couple weeks ago, uh, Draymond Green, who's a member of the Golden State Warriors, a video leaked of him throwing a pretty hefty right hook and, and getting Jordan Poole, another member of the Warriors, right in the face. Uh, there was words exchanged. Poole pushes him, and then Green takes a big right hook right to the face of Jordan Poole. Uh, Green was not suspended. By the uh, the Warriors, he was just fined, as as Vince said. Um, again, the video was leaked. It was not something that the Warriors put out there. Uh, there was like the incident was reported, and then the video came out not not long after that. Uh, the, I had a couple takeaways from this. The first one was there's this weird, like isolated bubble in sports that I've discovered um, where the league cannot step in and, and, and punish players. And I didn't realize this was a thing for a long time. I didn't realize it was a thing until going back to the NFL preseason when I believe it was Aaron Donald, he took yeah. a swing at another player in a practice, in a mixed scrimmage or in a scrimmage against yeah. another team and took a very violent punch, through, threw a very violent punch, and the NFL well, couldn't, was, find, couldn't do anything. It was his helmet, Jerry. He, he, yeah, he with his helmet. helmet. Right, it was yeah. with his helmet. You're right. Yeah. yeah, he used his helmet as a weapon. But what, what surprised me about that story was that the NFL couldn't suspend him because it didn't take place during an NFL event. It took place during a right. team event, I think is the short version of it. And so the NFL couldn't do anything. And so that was the, the first thing I was surprised by is that the NBA was in the same spot here where because this, was, this occurred at a practice, they can't suspend him. 
or do anything to Draymond Green. The Warriors have to. So I have just found it interesting as a first kind of take was that there's all these rules in place about like detrimental uh, codes of conduct to the league, following these rules, this and that, how you behave yourself. But the NFL can't do anything if it happens in practice. Or excuse me, the, the league, whatever league it is, can't do anything if it happens in practice. So that was my first takeaway. And then the second one, which is much shorter, and then we can go into this and let you guys talk, um, is my the other takeaway I had about this that I thought was really interesting was the Warriors seemed a lot more concerned figuring out who leaked the video than actually caring about what happened in the video. That's definitely yeah. true. Yeah. So, so those are my yeah. two takeaways. Is my turn? I, mean, I, I still haven't said a word here, and I don't know if <laughs> I don't know if Vince changed a little bit or he, or he softened up or he hardened up. And, but we disagreed when we were talking about this last week, and I. First of all, I think it's absolutely silly that the that that the NBA can't do something about this. These guys are playing in the NBA. I don't care if they're practicing. I don't care if if he was out at a club somewhere. The NBA would would um, you know if he was out in a club and he and he punched someone in the face. The NBA might do something to him besides him getting arrested. I, I've seen people um, off the court do things that. So I, I think that's silly. That the NBA. I, I'm not even sure that's true, Jer. But they chose not to do anything to him, and maybe it is a rule, but I, I don't know. But I think that's silly. This guy should be arrested. I mean, th this was an absolute assault that could have killed Jordan Poole. This was a strong man, a, a wind-up punch. The idea that, it, oh, this happens all the time. I mean, I, I heard that at first when it first happened. It might have been even before the, the video leaked. Maybe or maybe I'm not sure, but I heard all these actually. Oh yeah, this happens all the time in practice. And then I listened to LeBron James and and Steve Kerr even and and Kevin Durant said, no, 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 this doesn't happen all the time. We've never seen anything like this before. So I think this kind of violence and these guys love it or, or not hate it. Is this is a high school kid gonna gonna punch someone in practice because Draymond Dean did it? I mean, come on, this guy should be punished heavily for assaulting somebody in an NBA practice. That's that's I have no mercy at all for this kind of violence. And um, remind me, Vince, on how you defended this last week. I didn't defend the action at all. I was I was defending the Warriors' stance on the leaked video that that should not have happened. That's where you and I, I think, disagreed. Oh, okay. I, I wasn't defending Green. I think I think what happened here, and I think that what I'd like is some audio on that video. I'd like to hear what Jordan Poole was saying because I'm sorry, it, this stuff probably doesn't happen all that often. I've heard different takes from different players. Damian Lillard seemed to think that this is the type of stuff that does happen quite a bit. Um, so different players have different takes. I'm sure different teams have different you know, uh, you know, personalities that you're trying to get together. Draymond Green is a hothead. We all know that. Um, Jordan Poole strikes me as a, a mouthy, arrogant kind of a person, just the way he acts on the court. The way he carries himself, that's just the, the assumption I have of him. So I'd like to know what was being thrown out there verbally, not defending a punch to the face at all, but he poked the bear and the bear swung. I mean, that's just what he did, and I'd like to know what he said. Because obviously there was enough, and I'm sure there was buildup before this between those two, 
this wasn't just right in the moment where Draymond got so frustrated that he that he punched. When you him. There the, had to have been some other buildup. When you watch the video, they were jawing heavily. Um, yeah. Um, the, the 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 push was really you're a little bit close too close to me. I saw nothing violent yeah, about the the push. Draymond yeah, walked up. To, to, Draymond yeah. walked up to him, right to his face, and was still talking. And that's how I took the push. That that was nothing to instigate a roundhouse punch that could have killed the guy. I got a uh, I got a call, Vince. Let's take it. Please call back. You got it, guys. Always appreciate it. You're on the air. Hi, it's Tim from Moscow. And I'm just astounded that um, both in hockey or basketball or football where um, people get punched, I'm not sure why the authorities aren't called. Um, An assault and battery charges are basically pressed, and people are taken off to jail and then a trial and da-da-da-da-da. Having the, the league be the person who or the entity the punches seems to be entirely incorrect. It should be left up to the criminal justice system. So there's my slant on that. And here's the other one. Last week, I, I was kind of astounded that no one brought up the issue of um, allegations of sexual misconduct in the Women's Professional Soccer slash Football League. Um, it's on our list. That's, yeah. <clears throat> that, that should be uh, definitely discussed. I'm sure that... Many of your female callers would like to weigh in on that one. I'm I'm not going to weigh in on it terribly heavily, but um, it's uh, really needs to be discussed. And and um, well, it's shocking, and it it needs to basically come to an end. So there you go, Jim. Thanks, and Jerry. Tim. And I do want to thank while we got him live in the air chair. I do want to thank Tim. Um, if I have the story right, I was in here uh, volunteering on Saturday morning. I don't think a lot of people like to come in here and volunteer at 7 in the morning. But um, I was in here doing it, and um, one of the phone answers handed me the phone, and it was Tim from Idaho making a pledge and uh, giving giving us credit on the sports phone for him making a pledge. We really appreciate it, Tim. Well, I appreciate the sports phone, so stick with it, guys. All right. Thanks, Tim. You need to comment on that one, Jer? Yeah. So, in regards to the soccer story, the the uh, the national the NWSL, the National Women's Soccer League. I always get those 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 are that abbreviation mixed up. Um, I have especially the fact that I live in Portland, where a lot of this originated from. Uh, I have not done my due diligence reading about that story and understanding it. Um, and making sure, like, all I know all the details of it. And so that's why we hadn't brought it up yet. Is because Jim and I talked about it before the show a little bit today. Is do we want to talk about this? Um, or do we, do we want to bring it up as a topic? Because as always, callers can bring up and talk about anything they want. Um, the reason Jim and I haven't brought that up as a topic yet, and I, I take the blame for this one, is I just have not done my due diligence reading about it. And again, that's which is even worse because I live in the city that a lot of this has occurred in. Um, so it's on our radar for sure. Uh, it's a really bad situation. Like just the, the headline, you read the headlines, kind of like the, the one paragraph version of it. It's a, it's not a good situation. And it's, I, I, the only time, my only reaction to something that Tim said was, I don't think it's a surprising situation at all in, in a lot of, in a lot of ways. Um, but 
I had not done kind of my due diligence to read about it and in turn kind of go over things with Jim. So that was why we hadn't brought it up. This is this is pretty um, amazing. I actually read the article from the, almost the whole thing, and I don't think there's been a time in the last two years that you've sent me an article. And nine times out of ten, I don't read them. I just let you tell me about them, and then I comment on them. And in this case, I read this one, so I will comment a little bit in in, in a real general sense. We weren't going to do this, Chair, but Tim brought it up, so I think now we're... And you you honestly, I think, know more about it contextually than I do, because I haven't done my my research kind of... Well, I I actually... I have a a similar feeling that, that you do... And this is such a bigger problem than women's soccer. This is a problem with men in power positions. And these were, everyone they talked about was a man coach and women players at all level, from youth sports all the way up through um, high school, college, and professional. This National Women's Soccer League is the, the highest level of soccer for women in the United States, right? That is, this is yes, like it, the, it's. I, I believe it's. It's. It has. I think. And again, I'm not 100 percent sure on this. I think it has a similar relationship as the NBA does to the WNBA. I think. I could be wrong about so that. So what's the, that is the? Is there a national men's soccer league? It's just called the MLS. That's just called the MLS. Major, MLS Major, major league, league Soccer. soccer. Yeah. So this is the women's major league soccer equivalent. Yes. Okay. Yes. Well, they, they talked about. They, they talked about, I mean, to me, they could have been talking about Apple or Google or, 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 or some, right. some, some president, uh, and, and, or they could have been talking about the, the Washington commanders, for that matter. The, the people at the top, which contone, uh, condone um, um, sexual misconduct, sexual um, aggression, sexual um, crime... Um, they use it to downgrade their players. It, it was, if this happened to one player, this would be more like a Washington, um, what do they call it? Washington Commanders? Commanders now, yeah. It, it would be more like talking about this Snyder guy. You know, we'd be talking about a person or, or a team. This was across the boards, um, and, and it was a major investigation. It was a big investigation. Went on for a long time. I don't. Had you read it, you would have those details. Yeah. So I'm 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 getting there. I'm up to speed a little bit now. Give, give me something kind of else because so, I'm still talking so generally. It, it's resulted in five of the ten coaches in the league have been fired or stepped down. The commissioner also has stepped down um, of the league. There were 200 people interviewed by investigators. Uh, there were 89,000 documents that were deemed relevant to this that were uh, brought into investigation, and there were three coaches that it kind of centered on. Wait, are uh, you telling me five five out of ten coaches in the league got fired or stepped down due to the allegations? Uh, same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fired. Yeah, they stepped down before they were fired. Uh, so we can't so, even get one crazy NFL coach out of there, and these guys got five out of there. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. I, yeah, but but that that was the thing kind of that I said at the beginning of this before you started talking Jim was kind of like how I kind of I very quickly said I didn't find this surprising at all and I said it for the and it's for the reasons that Jim kind of expanded on is like anytime you have this type of organization 
if 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 it comes to light that there is there is abuse of power by the leadership, whether it's men or women, to the to a women's league, whether the, and as you said, whether it's a, a pro sports league or a workplace, I, I don't I'm not surprised by it because it's a very systemic cultural issue that 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 exists. So that yeah, I'm with you on that. Um, I, I, I want to bring up. It, I want to. Can I bring up a? Uh... This only supports something that you have not, I don't know, I think it was you and Vince and maybe you and Dr. Chico. No one agreed with me. I'm standing by. The name of this league is the National Women's Soccer League. The name of the NBA equivalent Mm -hmm. is the Women's NBA. Men should not be allowed, they're not allowed to play in these leagues. Coaching is one of the, is one of the positions, I'm going to call that. I think that's I mean, a fair statement. This goes than coaches. You realize that, right? Right, right. The, the commissioners that step down is a woman, just to be clear here. Okay, but I, I'm still making this point. Men should not. The idea of men coaching women's sports is ridiculous. There are women in, in your opinion. In my, you're right. Let's make that very clear. This is your opinion. Well, who else's opinion? I'm saying it, and and it, my opinion is at the high school level, women should coach girls basketball, girls soccer. Men should coach boys and men's sports. It's it's in the name. Uh, well, at least it is for women's sports. A, a, a man cannot do you wanna, play. In, do you want to take, I'll give you three minutes to explain why you have that stance? Because you've gotten in trouble with this before, just making this statement and it being taken out of context. Do, do you want to, sp- I, I feel like you should spend a, a couple minutes here explaining why you have that stance. I, because at face value, that taken out of context can can be a a little bit of a dicey statement. I, I'll say it with a little less less emotion. It's a very simple concept w- with me. Is that women's sports became equal, at least in in the um, in, in the financial. Um, world with Title IX back in 1971, 72, or something like that, where you had to have equal funding in in um, for for all sports, men's men's and women's. There, and when I was a kid, this was not professional sports. Be clear about that. No, it, it was um, academic sports. I believe. I mean, high school and yeah. college, yeah. and that was for federal funding. I believe. Yes. So when th- so there was this huge uptick in in women's and girls sports um when title nine hit all of a sudden you had to spend the same amount of money on women's sports as you did did men's and and it was it was huge in the ncaa it was huge in high schools and the position of coach got left out with women it, it, it men were not allowed to play in women's sports because they were called women's sports so I don't think men should be allowed to coach women's sports either. It's that simple. I think women should coach women in women's sports. Uh, it, 
So I, I, you might not be understanding my question, and I don't want to keep harping that's, on this. But that's a, the reason, Jer. No, it's it's not. There's a part of this that you're leaving out that I think is important, where you have always been a believer that in order to let these sports advance and grow, they that women need to be given the opportunity. That's the why of it, is that... By letting men coach these teams, you and correct me if I'm wrong here. You you are of the belief that it's taking away the opportunity for women to coach these teams in advance. There's only so many teams. I, I agree with that. There, there's only so many teams, and I think um, um, I I think women's sports. Th- there's issues to, to think there's not different issues, and we got a call. I'm going to take call. Hang on, take it in a second. I think I, I was I might have been saved by the bell here again, Jer, but. But I think just as if if men were allowed to play women's sports, I think it would hold that's back a, the sports. That's a different. For, that's a different issue. The, the, I th- but it would hold back women's um, the hold sure. back the women's sport, and I think uh, it holds back women's coaches by allowing men. Yes, I'll, I'll agree with that. Hello, caller, you're on the air. Hi, Shishka Mishka. <laughs> if somebody can't think of at least. Five good reasons that men shouldn't be coaching women's sports. They're not even trying, and they might have some kind of personal agenda. I'm not saying nefarious. I'm just saying they might have some personal agenda. And then the only thing, just to continue and switch around, flip the conversation, um, how about women coaching men's sports? Well, I, I was. Really, I don't think women should be coaching men's sports either. That, that, I, I don't. That, Jerry doesn't get Jerry. I, Jerry I, I am. I am well, well, let me. Can I speak okay. for myself here? Go ahead, Jim. So, Carl, I'm very much on the opposite end of this from Jim. I have a, and I, I will admit, I think my view of this is very pie in the sky, perfect world. I acknowledge that it's this is not realistic. It's not how the world works. I, I am a firm believer of the best coach should coach the teams. Whether it's a man or a woman, the best coach should coach the team. I, I am a firm believer that I think Becky Hammond, and I don't know if you know that name, she's a she's a head coach of the Las Vegas Aces, uh, which is a WNBA team. She was an assistant coach in the NBA for a long time. I'm a firm believer that she's one of the best minds in basketball, and the fact that she doesn't have an NBA job is just bad. I, I And again, in my perfect pie-in-the-sky world, I'm. I disagree with Jim. I think the best coach should coach the teams, whether it's a man or a woman. But again, that's a very idealistic. Well, view there's lots of best coaches. It depends on the on the um, on the team and where they're located and who's available. But sure. if you've got men's teams and women's teams, there are so many good reasons that men should be. Because otherwise, if it's going to be mixed, the players should be mixed. If there's men and women all on the same team, then sure, it wouldn't matter whether you have a man or a woman coaching them. But if you know, if so, let, let me go next here. Uh, so, so you're agreeing with me 100 percent that that um, I just didn't give the five reasons that you're saying are out there. Well, I'm just saying there's got to be at least five. I mean, you know, five good ones. I mean, you could just go on and on. And I, on. I I agree, and that's why. For those reasons, I say men should not be allowed to coach 
Let me finish this, Jer. Men should not be allowed to coach in a sport where men aren't allowed to play. Women's sports, men are not allowed to play. Now, caller, the only, the only reason I'm on the fence with your second statement, then why should women be able to coach men's sports? I don't think women should be coaching men's sports. Uh, the, the difference here is I agree with you, but there's a but here. Women are allowed to play in what you're, we're calling the men's NBA. There, there's no they such. Are? Yes, yes. There's no such thing as the men's NBA. So you should be clear. Clear that. That's the reason why I'm on the fence, caller. Is um, that I, I men? There have been for context, dear caller. Just to add one little thing that Jim said. There have been. I don't have the exact number in front of me. But throughout the history of the NBA, there have been women signed to rosters and invited to training camps in the preseason, but none of them have ever made a professional team. So, so let me, made it. Let me, let me finish. Let me finish my train of thought. That's wow. the only soft part I have. I would rather now that there's a women's NBA, Jer and caller. I would like it to be that women cannot play in i think it should be called the men's nba and it should be all men and yeah. it should be women's nba and it should be all women that's where i stand that's the reason why jerry you've talked me out of out of um women coaching in the nba because they are allowed to play and and wow. they, they can pick anybody they want and that's and and they didn't change that when when the nba sponsored the women's nba you should be aware of that too. That's they were they sponsored the women's NBA, which I think is one of the most amazing things ever in sports. I think it gets it's a great down. story. It's a great. It's a great. There's a there's a. It's a great story if you don't know it. The history of the WNBA, kind of how it was founded. It, it's, it's just great. wonderful. There's no women's Major League Baseball, MLB, and there's Wouldn't no it women's. Be amazing. Now check this out to just blow the whole thing out of the water. Yep. It, talk about pie in the sky. Okay. How about? Somebody put together some mixed teams, and then they have a pair of coaches, a male and female. So you're talking a about mixed, a co-ed league. A co-ed league. That's now, that could there. be fun. Okay, there, there is a lot of fun co-ed leagues out there, caller. And, and um, I like the fact, Jerry, I'm going to let you go because I think you had something on this. Um, uh, I like the co like there's co-ed softball at the rec league level there's co-ed soccer in the middle school le level i like it and but there's different rules those are separate sports co-ed soccer isn't just boys and girls playing a game there's a whole new set of rules co-ed huh. softball at at the the rec league level is very competitive and it isn't just softball with men and women playing there's a whole new set of rules for it and I love those rules in co-ed co sports. Mm -hmm. so, Has there been any co-ed basketball? There's been no organized co-ed basketball that I, that I know of at any level. Or may, maybe, you know, second, third grade in Fort Bragg, youth leagues might. No, I'm thinking, yeah. you know, more adult. And no. they have to be adult. Teenagers would be too too yeah. tempted to be abusive. Yeah. Chair, have you ever heard of co any co-ed basketball at, at a competitive AAU level or anything? No, I don't think so. Nothing nothing comes to mind. So do anyway, you know the kind thanks. Interesting Thank talk. You. Thank you. Thank you for the call. So, Chair, yeah, do you know... Do I don't know how much time we have to unpack this, because there's a... <laughs> 
this equivalency we're making between coaches and players, I don't agree with. Um, I'm not saying that it's the kind same of thing. At the, it's kind of at the core of, of this point of, of what you and the caller were saying about. Well, I, I do make that as one of my reasons. She said there's five good reasons. One of my reasons is men can't play, so they shouldn't be able to coach in women's sports. That's one of my reasons. Right, but a coach doesn't have the same impact on a game that players do because you don't have to be a crazy good athlete or a like skilled player in any sport to be a good coach. Uh, I never said you did. I, I, right. I'm just but, say- but but that it carries over. And I don't have time to unpack it. We're, we're I, it's it's going to take too much time to go into the, to the point I want to make here. Let's take um, let's take a call. It's a good time for it. Hello, you're on the air. All right, uh, real real quick, I'll chime in on this this coaching topic here really fast. Got um, some time. I get I get I get your point of view, Jim. Of uh, you know, men can't play this sport; they shouldn't coach it. My 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 only question to you guys is: with all of the youth sports out there, and you know. Maybe no one, no, no women are applying for high school girls basketball jobs or small college basketball jobs, whatever it is. The right person gets the job. Wouldn't you rather, as a parent of one of those girls on that team, have someone who's there doing the best job, has the best, the best interest of the kids in mind, and is coaching them and progressing their future? Obviously, I'd love, just like you guys, to see more, more women out there coaching, period. But if they're not, and maybe the opportunities there in some places, but maybe maybe there's not being taken either, wouldn't you still rather have someone good there coaching? Uh, I'm, I'm Jerry. You first. I, well, my guess of what Jim is going to say is he was referring to <laughs> professional leagues. That's what I'm guessing Jim is going to say here. Um, uh, no, no I, I don't have. A, I'll let you go. I just really quickly want to circle back on one thing. Just that. We got on this because of the mate the the the, 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 the women's soccer league right. issue um in that story. So I just want to make sure we don't let that like just slip into the kind of the the graveyard of topics. Like that's a big deal that a big that a professional deal, yeah. league got got as blown up as it did because of the types of allegations and the issues that it had. Like it's it's a Yeah, I, I, I wanted to go I wanted to go there, Jerry, but you have six minutes on the on the clock. Yeah. So I figured this this other topic we've covered before Sure. I just wanted to at least throw that question at you. You know, does, that, that doesn't it matter? That yeah. was to me, Vince. I, I'll, I'll, I'll own the answer to this. And I think I got a feeling you're, you're going to think I'm doing a little bit of a sidestep here. You but, are. But, which I'm, I, I do all the time. But <laughs> um, I, I'm, ta- I'm talking about upper levels for sure. And I'm also mm-hmm. talking about youth sports in an ideal world. And there is going to be a transition period, and there is going to be a point where, where unless we make some rules, there always, because of the history of sports in general, unless we make some rules like we have, you can't, men can't play in the women's NBA, unless we make some strict rules like that, if we didn't make that strict rule, men would be playing in the women's NBA. It's the same with coaching. In the perfect world, if we want coaches to advance, women's coaches to advance, we cannot be picking men. We should be picking the best women's coach to coach 
the women's team. That's all I'm saying. That, that's, that's well said. My only concern with the blanket rule is that you maybe don't have a good woman candidate, and then you're left with nothing. Well, that we had that situation concern. in Mendo. We didn't have a women's candidate, and you coached uh, the team. Uh, uh, mm, mm. Yeah, I'll leave that one alone too, Jerry. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think that's something we could get into. I, I have coached women's. I have coached girls basketball with Vince for with Vince almost as team coaching. Right. That's Absolutely. not. We'll move on. That's not what Vince and I were saying. We can we can move on from that. Good, good enough though, Jerry. Good enough. I, I got my point out there. Thanks, um, Vince. Yeah, absolutely. Great topics tonight, guys. As always, great job. Um, I'll listen in. Thanks, Vince. All right, we got about three minutes left here. I think that'll give Jim time to take another call potentially. So eight nine five two four four eight is the number to call. Uh, Jim, I-, I love where we've gone on the show today. I'm so pumped we didn't get to like what I deemed the top story of the day. I, I think it's worth mentioning we- that one. Uh, yeah, I guess so. We had call for, for some context and background. Okay, first of all, works. first of all, I don't want to. Are we done? Are you going to say this and then we're, we're we're signing off? No more calls. I, yeah, I, I I think so. I mean, we've only got you know a couple. Okay, go ahead. Tell the story. So, well, I don't even know if I want to tell the story because I feel like this <laughs> this needs to get unpacked. No. So what I was what I was going to say is. Uh, Jim and I, we always, before the show, we like, here's our list of topics. Here's what we're going to talk about if we don't get any calls because we like calls to drive the show. About 15 minutes before the show started, I, I came across a story uh, related to the Alabama Crimson Tide and the Tennessee Volunteers football game from yesterday and kind of the, the results of the celebrations when Tennessee won that football game. I, I, I want to save it because I, I want to get all my thoughts across. I want to get like from the, the beginning of the story to the end, and I just don't have time. Sure, let's I, let's I'm, save this. I'm bummed we didn't get to it, but that, that's okay. Well, we can save that for for another week. <laughs> we're at it. We're out of time. We have. We're, we, I've got the phones are ringing. I'm not taking calls. Let's sign off, Jerry. Yeah. We're done for the night. Yep. Okay, so we're going to wrap it up. Uh, we'll be back next week. That'll be October 23rd. Jim and I will be doing the show. Uh, from Portland at my in my house because the parents are coming up to visit. Looking oh, forward to that. My favorite. Uh, yeah, should be good. So we'll talk to everybody next week. Thanks for everyone for calling in and bringing up different topics, and we'll do it all again next week. And as Jerry said, I got a minute to to wind this up. Uh, caller, I can't take any more to calls. We got the automatic system coming. It's going to kick in here in about thirty seconds. Um, yeah, we, we built a bar in Jerry's house, and we we do the sports phone from the sports phone bar. Might be a favorite. Eddie will be in the station, one of the great employees here at KZYX, and uh, he'll be engineering, answering the phones next week. Can't wait. Um, see you next week, everybody. This has been a production of Mendocino County Public Broadcasting. KZYX, Philo 90.7 FM, KZYZ, Willits and Ukiah 91.5 FM, and Fort Bragg at 88.1 FM. You can find more content like this on our website at kzyx.org, and consider donating by clicking the red donate button in the upper right corner. Thank you for listening.